Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Thursday, November 10th, 2022, and tonight I will be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find links to all the shows, along with links to social media and ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal podbean.com always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or if you have stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or from others that you trust happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them <clears throat> also a quick, quick note um, at the moment I seem to be unable to upload episodes of the po- of the the podcast to the podcast feed. Um, I tried last night. I tried today a couple times. Didn't work for some reason. I'm guessing some kind of maintenance and or technical problems with the website. But uh, as soon as uh, that is all fixed out or fixed up, I will keep trying, obviously. And uh, those episodes from yes- the episode from yesterday and then probably today's episode as well uh, will be up as soon as possible, hopefully over the weekend. So, and I'll let you all know how that goes, um, mainly here in Discord. That's why I've been putting, putting uh, updates there. So, But um, let's see here. What else is I going to say? I think uh, other than that, I, am, um, I already have the links for the articles I'm going to talk about today in the stream chat here. Um, so... And, of course, I will include those in the episode descriptions uh, for the podcast and YouTube feeds. So, uh, with that, I think I can get into it. This is not going to be a super long episode. I just have a few stories here to talk about. But uh, still um, a couple of neat places to uh, tell you all about. And then um, another article just on the paranormal in general. And uh, so that's the plan for tonight. This first article is from WBIR.com. And the title is Paranormal Tourism. Take a peek inside Scott County's haunted historic jail. And this is in Huntsville, Tennessee. Um... I don't always share articles that just talk about paranormal investigation groups or tours unless they have um, at least some descriptions of the things going on there as far as paranormal activity. And this is one of those articles. So uh, it's talking about um, this this uh, pr- jail that was made um, in, let's see here. I believe 19, the early 1900s, 1904, around there, says that when the, the um, when it was constructed, the first two stories were actually for the uh, their housing for the jailers, um, which is I I hadn't heard of that before. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably more common than I know because I don't know a lot about history, um, but uh, so apparently. Um, the, the number of prisoners in, increased over time. Uh, and it says it could hold up to 50 inmates at a time. 
so um this this uh this jail is actually still um being used not as a jail but as a uh it's called the uh, Scott County Justice Center and um so but that was um used so it was used by the county for a while but now it has actually been purchased by um a couple of uh, people to actually turn it into a true crime and paranormal museum, which I really think is amazing. I would do the same thing, although I'd probably lean, lean heavier on the paranormal side. But um, this uh, this museum, it says, is uh, supposed to support uh, paranormal tourism and then Scott County history. So, and it has some different sections to it. It has a uh, Scott County True Crime Center and Daytime Tours and then the Paranormal Research Center and um, an escape room and then Guided Ghost Tours. So, um, the apparently the um, a lot of the activity does center supposedly on um, what they believe to be former inmates of the the jail, who somehow are still there, um, and uh, let's see here, looking at this, uh, paranormal activity has uh, been the main interest for the general public in terms of the building. Um, apparently. There have, been, there have been pictures taken that have caught things, including a shadow uh, shadow figure. Um, and um, in one case, there was a um, tourist there that took three pictures in a row, and in the third picture, this shadow shadow figure appeared. So, um, I just really um, like when I hear about these places that are bought by private individuals, by, by people not within any kind of um, government organization that uh, purchase these places to keep them up and, and um, keep them from being taken down and then turn them into uh, museums. They're, the tourism aspect is kind of touchy in a way because... I think it depends on how you do it, where I th- I think there has to be a balance between um, sort of respecting the history of the property and whoever might still be there while still showing the, the location to people who are interested in it. And um, so I think I think it's it's a uh, not an easy thing to do, but definitely I think something overall worthwhile, especially when people have the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the right uh, intentions behind it. So, um, that's all I want to talk about with that story. So, one moment, and I'll move on to the next. Okay, so, this is a, next article is about another reportedly haunted location. This is from Fox 4 KC, and this is uh, Blue Springs, Missouri. 
Um, and this is, uh, this is from just before Halloween. A lot of these articles are. Um, so this house has, belo- has been around since the um, 1800s. And now it belongs to the uh, Blue Springs Historical Society. It's belonged to them since the 70s. And um, let's see here. Oh, it has a link for another article. Anyway, um, there are reports there of people seeing shadows, experiencing moving objects, and other unexplained activity in in the house. And that's part of what has led to this paranormal investigation group to um to go there and investigate and give tours and um and this group apparently has been there before so they know there's activity um and it just talks about the uh these tours that are happening in this place so um let me see looking at this so yeah, just another uh, place that is being used to keep the history alive and uh, and um, also investigate the place as well, which I like. I like those kinds of groups that will do that, and um, especially when they—I don't know the details here—but especially when they um, they give all the proceeds from the events to the location. I think that's amazing because then the location can keep. Um, keep up renovations and and just keep the place uh, intact. And so I always think that's a good thing as well. So, just a couple of articles I found today tonight um, talking about that kind of paranormal tourism. But I also think it's uh, preservation of the history and the and the the possibly even the paranormal in a way. So. Um, this last article I have found here is actually from the New York Times. I don't think I've ever used an article from them before. Um, and this article, the title is How to Live with a Ghost. It says that many Americans believe that their home is inhabited by ghosts. Uh, and it says it's a conviction that researchers attribute to the rise of paranormal-related media, uh, decline in religious beliefs, and the pandemic. However you want to take all those things, that's up to you. That's just according to some people that uh, apparently have weighed in on this account, or on this article. And um, I'm going to leave you all to read most of it, but uh, it just talks about how people have had experiences and um, somehow learned to coexist with whatever might be there instead of what you might see in Hollywood where as soon as anything happens um, or maybe not right away but over time eventually that the, the way a lot of horror movies end up is the family gets chased out of the location by all this horrific ac- activity where the, people, the family themselves are either hurt or killed um, and uh, it's again Goes goes to that stereotype in, in a lot of Hollywood, a lot of fiction, um, and even a lot of nonfiction. Well, I'll just it's, I'll just leave it at that. But a lot of TV shows 
um, just paint this picture of everything paranormal being negative. So, um, neat article there, and uh, good discussion of how people have reported activity in their homes, um, and then figured out how to um, how to get by and and not um, disturb whatever is there, whoever is there, and also not be completely um, frightened by whatever is going on either. And that is possible, I think. Um, it just takes the right circumstances. Um, but, uh, anyway, that's basically it for today. I know it's a shorter episode, but thank you all for listening. And, uh, I will talk to you all on Sunday on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.